Welcome to this episode of The Mindful Femme. I'm your host, Abby England. And I'm your host, Casey Molina. In this episode, we'll be talking all things history of law of attraction and where it comes from, how we can use the law of attraction in our everyday lives, what will and won't happen when you start applying the law of attraction, and of course, some great resources for you guys so that you can start attracting and manifesting in your own lives. All right, so let's dive right in, Abby. Okay, sounds good. So let's start with talking about what the law of attraction is. The law of attraction in its simplest form is a law that just means that like energies or vibrations or frequencies attract like energies. Mm, okay. It's just the idea that when you're in a good mindset, good things are going to happen to you. And when mm-hmm. you're in a bad place and you're thinking negatively, nothing good is going to come from that. Yeah. 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 I try to think of like, I don't know, people who just keep thinking that they're having a horrible day and like one thing goes bad and then they're like great another bad thing's gonna happen yeah and bad things keep happening that is kind of reinforcing the idea of the law of attraction because you're having negative mm-hmm. energy and emitting negative frequencies basically low frequencies yeah all yeah, that like, bad is attracted to you yeah like low vibrations right also just the idea that this sounds so like mystical and non-scientific <laughs> But I reassure you that if you look into it, if you Google it, if you take some of our resources and use them, there are scientists and quantum physicists who agree with the law of attraction and say that. Mm, I did not know that. Okay. I think, too, it's important to preface this with we are both pretty spiritual people, but like spiritual practices, like I think when you believe in energy and vibration um and manifestation you are kind of put in this category like i just i just call it all hippy dippy when i talk about stuff like this with people i just say i'm about to get into some hippy dippy stuff yeah true that's so true yeah i have again when i was like trying to reach out to my friends and get a consensus on what do you guys think about law of attraction do you ever use it and people are like i don't know if i believe in it mm, like yeah what is the what's the you know basis behind it what's the proof behind it working And I think it's hard because you won't hear about the proof from people who are having a shitty time and continue things happen to them. them, You'll hear it from people who are successful and say that they used it. So yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree with that. In some of my research for the law of attraction and in some of my own practice of meditation and mindfulness and my dad's a big, big meditator. um, He loves Buddha and all of his teachings yeah people don't expect that from him but yeah he's actually one of my biggest like motivators to meditate and stuff wow I love that okay yeah but um this is one of like my favorite quotes ever and it's from the Buddha and it says all we are is the result of what we have thought Mm -hmm. so all we are in in existence right now is a result of what we have thought in the past yeah so that's that's basically another way to describe the law of attraction, like what you do now and how you're thinking is going to result in your future actions and your future reality. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually reminds me of the quote, it's like thoughts become things, choose the good ones. Right. Yeah. So that's like a big, like a small quote that actually has big amplifications, I guess, because 
I, when I think of people that don't believe in law of attraction or people that are in a situation where they've attracted a lot of negative things to them, you kind of have, they like have this mentality about them. It's like, woe is me. Like, why is all this happening to me? And I don't know. Like, I, I kind of hate that helplessness sometimes that comes with that mentality of like, do you know do you know what I'm saying like I I feel kind of bad for saying like putting it like that like oh if there's a lot of shitty stuff happening for you like you're drawing it to yourself and you shouldn't be down on yourself or feeling sorry for yourself but I feel like there is a difference in being aware of the bad things that are happening to you but you know actively working your way to maintain high vibration and then just being like wow my life sucks like I'm stuck in this place and I just feel horrible all the time Right, exactly. That's I feel like that's so true. And it's so hard to recognize that when you're in a terrible place and not let it consume you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I f- but at, at the same time when you get to a really good place and you're really happy all the time and you feel like everything's going great, it's hard to get out of that. I feel like once you make a good pattern of your mindset. Yeah that can keep you in a good path. I mean, mindset is, yeah, exactly. Mindset is everything. Mindset Mm -hmm. creates your reality. In doing some more research and background, because I feel like law of attraction has kind of come into Western mainstream over the past couple of years. What I found interesting was that before the term was actually coined as the law of attraction, it's actually been referenced in both Buddhist and Christian texts um, since the beginning of time. And it's essentially always existed, but it wasn't written about until actually a Russian author, Helena Blavatsky, uh, published a book called Secret Doctrine in the year 1877. So in that book is the first known reference of law of attraction. And she described it as how you think about yourself and your identity is what ultimately defines who you are and what you're capable of. And so it's kind of going back to the quote from the Buddha saying like, yeah, all we are is a result of what we have thought. Like our person comes from our thought processes. Yeah. And then from there, you see it kind of hop off into 20th century and even now into the 21st century. Just people publishing books about especially manifesting wealth. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not that that's a bad thing, but kind of the idea of get rich quick using your mind. And I think um, that kind of took over what the law of attraction is for a while in the public eye. Yeah, I think, and logistically you think of like, what do you mean I have the power to attract anything I want in my life? Of course, the first thing that people are going to want to attract is money, so. A million dollars. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, and so going off what you were saying, so yeah, it's like all of these get rich quick schemes and now we are seeing this book this very special book that you and i have have you read the book i can't remember i haven't read the book i've only seen the movie okay so i will just say this this work that we've been seeing a lot (laughs) um in western mainstream um called the secret and so for those of you who've not heard of the secret um it's a book and a film and Abby and I were laughing the other day about how interestingly edited <laughs> the film is. Um, but I think the book is like a good workbook resource. But they both kind of focus on the importance of setting goals in your life, identifying your areas of negativity and ways that you can kind of work out of that negativity, and then how you can actively visualize and unlock your keys to manifestation. And we'll be talking about that a little bit more as we get into this. Um 
and we'll also be referencing the secret again in our resources. Yeah, the secret is chocked full. I mean, I I haven't read the book, but I know the movie is just chocked full of great phrases mm-hmm. and ways of thinking. Because again, yeah. when you first come at it, it just seems wacky. Like <laughs> a whole idea. Like we're not taught this in school. Like this isn't a law. This isn't real. But then just different perspectives that they bring on in the movie are really good at explaining in different ways how you can see it working in your everyday life and you didn't yeah. even, you know know it was there yeah um, exactly yeah movie is wacky though movie is, is. interesting <laughs> the first two minutes especially is like what is this a sci-fi movie is this a historical I know it's like drama I don't know what is happening but it, it gets really good there's a lot of professionals that they interview on it that actually are really good at explaining things yeah now we're going to talk a little bit about how you can use the law of attraction in your life and how we also Casey and I have seen the law of attraction work in our lives so the basic introduction to how it works is something called the creative process Mm -hmm. which I think was coined in the secret okay um but step one is just to ask for what you want and there's, we're going to go over different ways that you can go about that asking, ways like visualizing or writing them down. Yeah. So the first step is to ask for it. The second step, which I feel like is definitely the most important, is to believe mm-hmm. in what you've asked for and believe basically that it's already yours. Yeah. When you're asking for something, you need to have hope behind that and not immediately say, oh, but that's unreachable. That's mm-hmm. unrealistic there's no way I could get that because then you're just throwing away. You're, you're not going to put yourself on the high frequency, the high, the same energy that would attract like the higher vibration. Right. Like, I think a good example is, I mean, I feel like I've been here at points in my life where I'm just like, I want a boyfriend. (laughs) I want a cute boy in my life. And I just feel like, I'm, what what am I doing wrong? What's wrong yeah. with me? It's not going to happen. I deserve it, but I'm not getting it. And just having a negative, low outlook on it, yeah. then of course, like it's not coming to me. Whereas I feel like all of my friends have been here, yeah. where you just are in such a happy place. You feel so good about yourself. You're, you're single confident. and you're living life. Yeah. Yes, you are just you feel great, and people say like you're glowing, mm-hmm. and that's when people will come into your life. When you are believing, basically, like, I'm so amazing, any guy would want to be with me, yeah. or any girl would want to be with me. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's so unfortunate, but that that's so valid. It's like always, and it's kind of, you know, that um, stereotype of it happens when you're least expecting it. But I agree, like, yeah, exactly where you're coming from. It's always like, what's wrong with me? Like, I suck. Nobody loves me. And of course, with that mentality, yeah, you're right. Nobody loves you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take that out. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, we can that in. Nobody loves you. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. But yeah, that's just, that was just an example that comes to my mind. Yeah. Um, so first step is to ask for what you want. Second step is to believe that it's already yours. And the third step in the creative process is to receive and be open. Yeah. And you kind, there's a point where you kind of need to just let it go into the universe and not spend, you know, law of attraction and manifestation is not about like, if you want a car, for example, just all day being like, I want a car, I want a car, I'm going to get a car, I'm going to get a car. Yeah. There's a point, there's, it's, 
supposed to be a, an amount of time where you're focused intently on what you want and you're doing it in a focused and specific manner. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of just are like going about your day normally and trying to be positive and happy. And then after that, yeah, just be ready to, to have it when it comes to you. So. Yeah, that's good. But I think what you said, the receiving is the hardest thing to remind yourself, okay, you've already set your attention. You've already put it out there. Don't fixate on it. Because again, sometimes when we're fixating on something, we're fixating on the fact that we don't have it. And so all of those feelings of not having something are what's coming up when you're trying to stay positive, but you're mostly just feeling negative about it. And unfortunately, yeah, when you're feeling negative about it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to work. It, may, it also yeah. makes me think of <laughs> another example from The Secret. Um, when they say, like, don't focus on the not, don't focus on the don't, because that's that's what's going to come to you if you're doing that. Like, don't focus on, oh, I hope I don't get a car yeah. ticket parking here. More likely than not, that's what's going to come to you. Um, that's like a weird, weird example. But okay, I get it. You have to focus on the good. And or another example is when you're meditating, if anyone is not the perfect meditator, aka everyone, <laughs> <and> <laughs> meditate, it's so easy in the beginning to focus on all the times that you get distracted and be like, oh, mm -hmm. dang it, like, get, get in the zone, Abby. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But when you do that, you're only punishing yourself and going to bring up more distractions versus when you have a distraction, which is going to happen when you meditate or when mm -hmm. your thoughts waver, you just have to acknowledge it and say, okay, that's the way it is and move on and just yeah. keep a positive outlook and move on. Um, yeah. Basically receiving means you, you have to stay positive and yeah. not be obsessive <laughs> to an yeah. extent. You know? <laughs> Yeah, remaining positive and open. And I think you touched on something too. Like one of the biggest things that I learned from reading the secret book is that instead of asking for things, like asking for what you don't want to happen for you, ask ask what you do want to happen to you. And so it, for example, if you say like, this is like a small scale example by far, but if you wake up and you want there to be good weather, if you wake up and you say, oh, I really don't want it to rain today, all of your energy and your focus is going to not wanting it to rain but it's like by drawing that to you you're drawing that exact condition to you not that i'm saying you know if it's like 90 percent chance of sunny weather and 10 percent chance of rain that it's gonna rain just because you said i don't want it to rain but just the idea that if you were to wake up in contrast to that and be like i hope the weather is nice today then you're fi fixated on the positivity of the weather being nice and not the worry that comes from oh, i really hope it doesn't rain Right, exactly. Yeah. And another, I know that sounds like insane that you can control <laughs> the weather with this. That's not like fully what we're saying, but there are cases where people have been seen to resolve disease and mm, medical yeah. conditions through the power of law of attraction and basically using different methods of law of attraction to heal themselves yeah. and cases of like cancer patients mm -hmm. not using chemotherapy and being cancer free that is insane to me yeah. and that just reminds me sometimes you think it's it's crazy like it just seems not real i've i've had a long journey i feel like with manifestation and thinking like this is weird like <laughs> i feel like i'm talking to myself and like saying that i'm you know in a state that i'm not but you can really see over time it working and it clearly worked for people so why not try it you know yeah that's a good point abby <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Transitioning now, so let's get into 
the processes of manifestation. So let's dive right into some ways that you can use law of attraction and manifestation. The first one is gratitude journaling. So I am a huge journaler. I probably write everything down and I always like to start my day by doing like my daily gratitude and my daily intention for the day. Um, And I don't know about you, Abby. I don't know if you journal, but for me, it just helps like set the tone for my day to be like positive and so that I can be clear about what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, I typically journal in the morning or afternoon, but I'm normally just writing down things that I've accomplished or things that I want to accomplish in the day. Um, And then every like full moon slash new moon, I'll do a gratitude where Uh I just basically do the longest list I can of things that I'm grateful for. I like that. So I'm not doing that every single day. Um, But also when I accomplish things and I write those in my journal, I feel like that's a way of me saying, I'm so happy that I did this. Like, I'm grateful that I did this and I'm writing it down to show myself, like, look what you've done today. Yeah. So I like that. I think that's a great idea. How do you journal? Um, So I'm kind of, actually, we were both kind of into like bullet journaling. Um, Yeah. So I kind of try and do like a bullet journal format. But yeah, I'll like wake up in the morning and I like to pick one thing that I'm grateful for. Um, sometimes it's like the same thing. So I kind of struggle because I'll be like, I'm thankful for a quiet morning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but the idea is when you express gratitude for something, that positivity that you express for having something draws more of that to you. And so I kind of like play a little mental game with myself where I'm like, okay, whatever I express gratitude for is what I'm going to draw more of to myself. So if I'm grateful for quiet mornings, I'll have more quiet mornings. But <laughs> but um, so that's kind of how I do it. And, but, I, but I will say I actually do daily affirmations in my journal as well. I do – I kind of like to do a self-assessment of how I'm feeling and say I'm feeling like a lack of confidence or say I've been feeling really anxious – I will put a section in my journal every day just to say, like, today I am calm. I am confident. I am secure. And one of my favorite things to write in my journal is everything I seek is seeking me. And so that kind of brings me back to a really grounded place of, like, okay, I don't have to worry about anything I'm manifesting because if I'm putting the intention out there, what I'm manifesting is coming to me. Right. So for people who don't know what affirmations are, it's just the practice of, speaking words into existence that you feel maybe don't even exist at the moment. So using the first person, using the present tense, and it can be done through journaling practice or, you know, vocally speaking things aloud. So let's say like you're not feeling really confident one day, you can say something like, I am beautiful. Um, So I feel like that's another easy thing to put at, you know, at the end of your journaling whatever you're working on Mm -hmm. or whatever you're writing about. Or I feel like it's a good part of maybe like morning meditations or just when you get up. Um, I always think about (laughs) affirmations. I always think about uh, the movie um, Booksmart and how it Uh, opens. Have you seen Booksmart? I haven't, no. Okay, this isn't a spoiler because it's the first minute of the movie, but one of the main characters is listening to I mean, what could be also a subconscious mind tape, but it's basically this woman speaking and she, it looks like she's meditating. She's like sitting on the ground cross-legged and the girl's listening to this tape and the woman's saying, 
you are beautiful. You're amazing. Look how successful you are. Uh, look at all okay. you've done. But then it also goes <laughs> into like, and to look at all the others cower below you, like at your <laughs> amazing intelligence. And it just like turns kind of dark, oh my God. but it's actually yeah. really funny. Um, but she I clearly like that. listens to that every morning as part of her routine. Oh my God. So it's yeah. Like a form of manifestation. Yeah. In a satirical standpoint. Yeah. But no, but I think that's valuable. Like I think I've actually done this before where I've woken up and part of my meditations are just like sitting for a second and someone just affirms you. Um, yeah. I usually do it through YouTube channels, but yeah, they're very uplifting. Yeah. So some of the things just to recap what we've talked about, we've talked about journaling. So like writing about gratitude or just planning out your day and what you want to accomplish and acknowledging the things you've accomplished. We've talked about affirmations where you use the present tense and use first person to say things, speak things into existence essentially um, as if they're already happening. And we've talked a little bit about subconscious mind tapes, which can be in the form of meditation or it can be in other forms, but it's basically just listening to a tape of someone affirming you, right? Like you said, Casey. Yeah. There's, I mean, you can Google or YouTube mind tapes that focus. They're basically like meditations and you listen to them and breathe deeply and try and get into a calm state where you can receive information. There's ones on wealth. There's ones on relationships. There's ones on personal relationships with yourself and everything. So. Yeah. And really quickly, I know that this might be a topic that is different for a lot of people. So if you're tuning in and you're like, what is going on? Um, <laughs> um, I feel like it's important to just, yeah, like I, I think maybe like address a little bit of skepticism too. And Abby, you were talking too about how when you started learning about this, you were really skeptical. And even like, I remember my first time watching the secret movie, I was like, there's no way. And I think for people that maybe don't define themselves by like spiritual practices, like maybe like affirmation writing at the time of the full moon or taking time to manifest or lighting candles for things or just setting intentions in that manner. I think it's important to approach this from a perspective of just like energy. So I think that most of us view the world in this very physical sense, but even if you don't agree that there's a spiritual realm or even if you're not sure what you believe, most of us believe in matter. And by nature of believing in matter, you have to believe in energy. And if you believe in energy, then you have to believe that the human body has the ability to emit some type of energetic frequency. And so I think based off of that mentality, yes, all of the sounds, again, I'm going to use the phrase hippy-dippy. But I think if you <laughs> just refer to that main ideology of your body is emitting energy, and maybe you're not sure what that energetic frequency is, but it really is like an, a radio wave. I think you have a good point. And you can think about it in multiple ways. If you're more science focused, you can think about it in the way that, you know, our bodies are vibrating. Atoms vibrate yeah. and everything is vibrating, even the, the stillest things in your room. We learned that in school. Um, so that's just an example of trying to point out that this isn't all completely hippy-dippy, like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. some mystical thing swirling stuff towards us. Like, that's not what's happening. And also, I want to say, I, I have been a skeptic of this, like, 
all the time. Yeah. Like, I've been a skeptic of this, but I've also seen it work. Like, at the beginning, when I saw that movie, I was like, is this movie religious? Like, is right. this a religious yeah, cult? I thought that like, I, I thought they were trying to recruit me, <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, it's that's not the case. I can promise you that's not the yeah. case. I've looked into it heavily. I've literally looked up is the law of attraction. Oh my God. So just to be safe. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big skeptic. I am. But I, I do believe it yeah. worked. And we can talk about some of the ways that it's worked for yeah. us. And I mean, also, like, why why not try it? Exactly. You know, what's stopping you from trying it? Exactly. Like, yeah, there's no harm in being positive. And I think, too, addressing something else, everyone, especially people in our generation, are all about the vibes now. It's always like, oh, so-and-so had a good vibe. What is vibe short for? Vibration. And yes. so, again, when you approach it from that standpoint, I think that yeah, everyone is emitting some sort of vibration. Maybe you're picking up on it or maybe you're not, but you are drawing like people to you and you know when you don't vibe with other people. It, there's no harm in just trying to be positive. There's no harm in trying any of these things. And I can attest to that it has worked in my life in small ways and big ways, but definitely worked in my life. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the last form that we've seen mm-hmm. In our lives of law of attraction and that's using vision boards yeah, or visualizations yeah. because I feel like we've both gotten something out of yeah. that um so using a vision board is basically like collaging your dream scenario what you're trying to manifest into your life that you then put up so that you can see it and look at mm-hmm. it um and hopefully bring that into your life not on a specific time frame but just to keep present so that you are continually reminding yourself of what you're trying to yeah. bring into your life and so abby how do you go about making your vision boards or so, doing your visualizations yeah here's the thing i feel like i accidentally made a vision board and this was the first <laughs> time that i was like oh this does work like i did not yeah. make this happen and it actually worked so my example for people who are like this is what's a word hullabaloo (laughs) this this is like this is fake like I feel you because I didn't believe this worked until it just kind of happened to me yeah so I think in middle school I ever since I was little I've always wanted to travel it's been a big part of what I, I love learning about cultures and other people I was a geography major in school um always been interested in travel but in middle school I was trying to decorate my room and I was cutting out this stuff for magazines and putting it on my wall. So I have a picture of it cause I took a picture of it and yeah. um, there's a picture of the word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, of the word winds of change and of sailboats. There's a picture of someone biking through a community um, like high-fiving kids as he goes by. And there's a picture of the African continent pointed at South Africa and it says, put yourself there. So put that up in middle school and it was by my desk. I would see it. Not like I ever honestly used my desk, but it was in my room. So I'd see it often. I was looking at it all the time, but not really thinking much of it. And then in college, so this took a long time. I clearly was not using all of my tools that I could to attract this to me, but I was still kind of using it. In my sophomore year of college, an opportunity arose for me to go to South Africa with a professor. She reached out to me and was like, hey, like, I loved your work in this class. What yeah. if you present it with a few of your classmates at a conference in South Africa? I'll pay for everything. And I was like, 
I didn't even think about my vision board or anything. Wow. Um, When we went on the trip, it was over winter break in in my sophomore year. We uh, were in Cape Town and we stopped. We were in this town for a bit outside of Cape Town and we're in this area where there's this big sailing competition going on the whole week that we were there. And I was like, again, oh I didn't think God. of anything of it. And I came home and I saw I my vision board. I, well, not my vision board, just like my collage on my wall. And I almost passed out. I was like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> that was just crazy that they, it's not only yeah, that like one that thing happened the other. It's not like I actually went sailing or anything, but we were so connected that I went to South Africa out of nowhere and had it all paid for. Yeah. And that sailing was going on while I was there. And that just blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh my God. That's crazy. I, and I remember you taking that trip. I had no idea, but yeah, that's amazing. That was actually really cool. That was a really cool experience for me to be like, Oh, if I had focused even harder, maybe I could have made it happen sooner, like made other things happen. <laughs> right. so. Yeah. I feel like like you, I also kind of stumbled into them. Um, when I remember being in high school and my mom for my 16th birthday made this huge, I mean, in now reflecting on it, I'm like, it was a vision board. And I remember like, it was all of these photos from magazines, just like on my door she like had decorated my door for my 16th birthday and they just had all of these like affirmations on them um like words and things that she felt like she wanted for me in life or things that she felt like I was that embodied who I am and I remember asking her about it and she was like yeah like this is what I want for you and so from (laughs) yeah I know like in hindsight I'm like oh my god that was so thoughtful um but I kind of like took that idea and ran with it. Like I remember after receiving that on my 16th birthday, I then started to like find magazines and just like tear out. Like I would always flip through magazines and just find things like pictures that I identified with or places that I wanted to go or things that I wanted to see, or again, just like things I wanted to embody. And so I remember coming to college. I remember I was probably in my like junior year of college when I decided to be more intentional about it again. But I remember I was planning what I was going to do after I graduated. And I started thinking like, I want to move to California and I want to do filmmaking and content creation. And I just made a vision board for it. And so I decorated this vision board. I had like words, like it was like empowerment or like happy or free spirit. And I decorated this vision board. And I just remember putting the intention with that vision board that this was going to be my plan after college, like all of these things were going to happen for me. And I didn't know how yet I hadn't applied to anything. I was just kind of like sitting on it. And then when I graduated from college, I ended up moving to California. I moved to Los Angeles. um, And I was working for like a big media company. I was doing social media. Um, And it was like, just looking back at that vision board, I'm like, wow, everything I put on there came true. But at the same time, I had also made a second vision board because I had travel plans. Like I knew I wanted to go live abroad. And on that, like at the time I was applying to Fulbright. And so I had put on there, um, I knew I'd applied to the Canary Islands, Spain. So I had put a picture of the Canary Islands on the map. I had um, drawn like a little circle around the islands. 
I had like a beach. I had my camera with me because I knew I wanted to make a documentary while I was there. And then I had all of these words about content creation and just like positive things. And I got my Fulbright. In March, I found out that I got my Fulbright and I went to the Canary Islands and I ended up making my documentary. And it was all just like, it is surreal. Like that experience you describe where you come back and you just like fall over. You're like, oh my God, like this is my life. You literally create your vision for your life and seeing that come true, you're like, oh my God, this can't be real. It's such a great reminder that, oh my gosh, it sounds so cliche, but just the idea that anything is possible. I <laughs> think that it can be your real yes. life. And I feel like it's also, your example is a great example of, you know, using what you can to manifest, but also putting in the work, like you worked mm-hmm. your ass off to get the Fulbright and you. you had to do, yeah, of course. I mean, it's an example of also that you need to put in work. It's not just going to come to you by sitting in your bed every day and yeah. like visualizing something and then just going back to bed. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Actually work to, do to make things happen, but also just being open to opportunities that will arise because of your manifesting. Yeah. And actually, you know, that's a good point, Abby. I think that they're just completely thrown off by my intense positivity. And when I speak of things, sometimes they're like, like, how is that even going to happen, Casey? And I was like, I don't know. I just think it is. And I know that that sounds crazy, but um, I think, yeah, a lot of times there's the assumption that when you're so insanely positive about something, people don't always see what you do behind the scenes to make this a reality. But I think going off of what you were saying, I just want to be clear just because you're manifesting something and you're being intentional about attracting it does not mean like your work stops there. You are like setting yourself on a trajectory and an intention to get the thing that you are manifesting, but it's just kind of the belief and the positivity that comes along with like, I'm working so hard for this, but I know it's already mine, but that's not going to deter me because I know that the hard work that I need to put in to getting this thing is necessary in order to make it happen. Yes, absolutely. And also, if you're working so hard at it, and you have to be having a positive outlook, clearly, this means you also need to be passionate about what you want and what you're working for right now, and what you're working towards. Because if, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who have never heard of law of attraction are going to listen to this and be like, okay, uh, I guess I want a Maserati. I don't know. I guess, but like, are you really passionate about that Maserati? Like, honestly, if you like need a car, for example, and you really want a car, take the time to research like, okay, what car do I think is the prettiest? What car is going to be the best safety? You have to put in research before you manifest of what you truly want, you know, take some time to explore like, what is my dream job? What am I passionate about? What makes me happy? What will I work super hard for? And those are the things you should be manifesting, not just like, I mean, you can like just manifest a parking spot if you want, but right. you can I also have be done man- that before, actually. I know, me too. It works, <laughs> dude. It really okay. works. There's a parking spot example where you can enter um, a why did I want to call it a car park? That's definitely like a British oh, yeah. term for a parking lot. <laughs> what um, is it called? Parking, parking lot. lot. Parking yeah. lot. Yeah. So you can enter a parking <laughs> lot, and from you from the moment you get into the parking lot, just think, oh yeah, that spot right in front of the bagel place or wherever you're going, that spot's mine. It's already open. It's there. It's waiting for me. And the idea that it'll be there open for you or about to be open for you if you wait a second, um, right when you get in is another way to just kind of like test, oh, does it really work? Yeah. 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 I think before you like jump in two feet first, small manifestations are great. Like when I was still at Virginia Tech. I used to do this all the time, Abby, you know, like Turner's dining hall. 
Oh my god, yeah. It's literally <laughs> insane. It's hell on earth, but it has yes. such good food. <laughs> yes. And I will never forget the day. I had just kind of got into gotten into law of attraction. This was like my sophomore year of college. And I remember I was like, I'm gonna walk into Turner's and I'm just gonna act as though my seat is waiting for me. Like there's never tables available, but I was like, I'm just gonna act as if there's a table available to me. And I walked in. And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. You know when you walk into Turner and you walk in front of the coffee place and to your left, there's that little booth with like the the couch sort of thing. Yes. But it has- oh, oh my God. Okay. That was open. It was open and it's never open. And I remember I walked in and I was just in disbelief. Like I walked in and it was right there and I just sat right down and I was like, oh my God. And I'm looking around me and I'm like, all of these people are looking for seats. I don't know why the spot is open, but I'm taking it. And I was like looking under the table. I was like, I'm sure someone's backpack is here, oh like saving God. this. And no, like no one was there. It was mine. And I was like, wow, that's so crazy. Amazing. Another example of when the universe gives you what you want, you got to take it. Yeah. You, take that you take that turn table. Yeah. That's oh, a great man. example. Next, we're going to be jumping into what will and will not happen when you start applying the law of attraction in your life. So say you've done your manifestations, your vision boards, your daily affirmations, and you're expecting that all of this is just going to happen overnight for you and you're going to wake up the next morning and everything you've manifested is going to be yours. Unfortunately, it does not work like that. But I can tell you the first thing that you're going to feel by using the law of attraction in your life is you're going to start by feeling more positive. So one thing that really changed my mentality was when I heard that the law of attraction is like you yourself as a human are a radio searching for different frequencies. So if all you're tuning into are bad frequencies, then that's all that's coming through to you. So you're having all of these negative experiences. You're drawing all of these negative people and this negative energy. But when you start implementing conscious law of attraction by improving your connection or raising your vibration, your positive frequency is going to catch all of the positive frequencies of other positive things and in turn draw those things to you. So I know that's a super roundabout way to think about all of this, but when you really do think about your body and your human form as this energetic field that is drawing things to you, like a radio station, that was really crazy for me. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, I think it's kind of one in the same. Like if you're asking for positive things, you need to be in a positive state of mind. But also think about when you're visualizing something, visualizing, for example, you know, closing your eyes and visualizing you getting, I don't know, the scholarship that you've really been wanting. Imagining closing your eyes and in every detail, imagining how your how your hands look when you open the envelope and what the envelope, what the words yeah. on the on the scholarship say and something that your family member says to you when you get it. And you have to fully feel everything in your body. Mm-hmm. And of course, all of that is bringing you to a higher frequency that's making you yeah. feel happier and putting you in a better mood. So when you're doing it right, you should be feeling more positive and happy while you're doing it, not feeling like, oh, crap, I don't have that yet. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. But also, I want to touch on something that I think as a skeptic has come up for me before yeah. of... I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I've been in places before where I've been in such a bad place. And, you know, this isn't just to speak to, you know, you're in a bad mood, but maybe you're in a bout of a mental health issue. Maybe you're in a bout of depression and, you know, having something where 
you're trying to put yourself in a better place by visualizing something great that's happening. I understand that maybe some people would say, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. That's just going to put me in a place where I'm going to feel let down. I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to pretend that something's going to happen. That's not going to happen. But I, I really want people to realize that if you're in that mindset, of course, it's not going to happen. Like if you're saying like, of course, that's not going to happen, then you're right. Of course, it's not going to happen. But if you come at it, like, I know I'm in a different place right now, but the more I work on this, the more positive I may feel. There's no harm in being positive and trying to change the situation. Then you, you might see it work better for you. But I promise you, like, even if you don't see it working right away, because everything will work on different timelines, mm-hmm. there's no harm in being positive and having a more positive outlook on things. Yeah. And and speaking to that, I think hope is something that a lot of people find it hard to hope for things, especially when things are just not going your way. Right. And I get it. I empathize with that. I've been in some situations in my life where I've just been let down so many times and I'm like, I don't even want to set myself up for failure because I know that that's sometimes what like hoping for something feels like. But you can either create a scenario for yourself where you're happy and content where you are and you're hoping that things are going to get better or you can stay in this place of just like defeat. And maybe staying there is easier, but I can tell you that it's not mentally better. I know it's hard to hope for things, but I think that by implementing law of attraction, you're you're working your mind like a muscle. You can either train your mind to remain positive over time, or you can train your mind to sink into negativity. And one feels a thousand times better than the other. Exactly. And that's a great, I guess, analogy to use or a a metaphor to use. You know, you're working your mind like a muscle, just like when you work out. And when you train your body to be able to do, I don't know, 10 mm-hmm. pull-ups, I'm, you know, I'm not there. <laughs> when your body gets to a place where you're super physically fit, it's going to be easier for you to continue doing 10 pull-ups versus you bring yourself back down, you stop working out for months. How much harder is it for you to jump back into that mm-hmm. routine of being super physically fit? Same thing for your mind. The more you consistently do it um, and the more you get yourself to a higher energy and a more positive mindset, it's so much easier to stay up there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Your things are just as easy to attain for the universe as are small things. And that's uh, that sounds so hippy-dippy when I say it, but... Um, there's something in our mind that says that like smaller, cheaper things are, are easier to attain than more expensive or Mm -hmm. larger things or realities. And that's just not the case. Um, but it's also not the case that you're just going to get a million dollars tomorrow. If you say that you want it, you're going to have to show the universe how much you really want something and put in the positive energy and effort to bring that thing towards you. Yeah. And I think that comes down to, too, like being in alignment. You can say that you want something, but are your thoughts and your actions and your vibration in line with what it is you want? Right. Yeah. You should be asking for things you truly want. Um, it's fun to like test it. But if you're if you really want something to happen, you're going to have to like put in passion and hard work mm-hmm. and a positive mindset that would bring that yeah. to you. And so, yeah, next law of attraction doesn't just apply to attracting good things to you. So If you believe in law of attraction or not, that's one thing. But I think something that actually scared me a little bit at first, Abby, when I realized this, 
Law of Attraction doesn't just apply to the conscious manifestations that you're making in your life. They also just apply to anything that you're manifesting. So that can be conscious stuff, but it can also be subconscious stuff. So say consciously you're asking for a new car or a new job, but subconsciously you're feeling like really negative about your situation. You're still in that energetic field attracting negative things to you. And so if you've read The Secret or if you plan on reading it, it does talk about um, how law of attraction is not necessarily a, a positive or a negative thing, but it's more of the result of energetic force of your body having this ability to attract all kinds of experiences to itself. So it sort of sets up the law that everything in your life you have drawn to yourself through either conscious manifestation or just the natural emitting vibration that you have that your body is naturally holding on to. And I don't know, but that's like something that blows my mind. Yeah, it's really interesting when you think about it, not just as like, you want money, you get money. (laughs) Yeah. In reality, law of attraction is something that's happening all Mm -hmm. the time. So it also means like when you're chilling throughout your day and you're feeling really sucky about something and you're bringing all your energy to that, that's probably going to bring more of that sucky stuff to you. Um, And it's really hard to not let that overwhelm you. I think it's just a reminder that it really just comes down to being positive and having Mm -hmm. hope. I think that's like the simplest way to put it. Um, And to remind yourself when you are having a hard time or a bad day to not look at it like the world is crashing down Mm -hmm. around you, but instead think about the way you're going to pull yourself out of it and what positive things have happened to you. I think that's another thing to focus on when you're having a hard time. Like everyone does. It's just to focus on what you're grateful for or focus on a way out of the situation um, that you may feel like you're almost stuck in and ask for friends Mm -hmm. or ask for resources that could help you. Yeah, no, that's good. And speaking of resources, um, (laughs) (laughs) so of course we do have some recommendations that we're going to be sharing with you guys. Um, So we have talked about the secret a lot in this and I know Abby, you refreshed yourself on the secret. So you want to go into that, take the floor. Oh, I did. I gave myself a little natural acid trip <laughs> by watching the movie yesterday. Oh my god, guys. It is so funny. But it was made in 2006, okay, the movie. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know when, when the book was written, but yeah, the editing is just on some crack energy. <laughs> but if you are focused on the content of what people are saying, it's actually really, really helpful. And not that the visuals aren't helpful, but you'll see what I mean if you watch it. It's on Netflix and it's free if you have Netflix. So I would highly recommend it. I think it's like an hour and a half. Really easy to watch um, and entertaining, to say the least. So I would recommend that. And if you want to say anything about the book, yeah. Casey, because I know you've read Yeah, it. I really liked the book. I, I watched the movie like a long time ago. It was maybe like eight years ago that I watched the movie. And I agree. It's on some – it's on another level. Um, but I guess the fact <laughs> that it was made in 2006 makes a lot of sense. So – the book is really good because it kind of acts as a workbook. And so I know when I was reading the secret book, I was actually journaling every day as well. And so all the exercises that it takes you through in the book are kind of like daily affirmations. And so you're reading these affirmations for money or success or love or self-confidence. And then you're kind of writing in your journal just reflections about what you're reading um, if you choose to do that. And I use Pinterest now as a platform that kind of like organizes my daily affirmations for me. So I'll go into Pinterest and I just have all of these daily affirmations just chilling on my home board. So 
a lot of them are actually taken from the secret book and they're very specific affirmations that they just suggest that you repeat and kind of walk through. Um, but like the movie, it also does go into the history of law of attraction. So it is, it is pretty similar to the movie, I would say. Cool. But yeah, that's definitely, I feel like, our number one recommendation in terms of a good starting yeah. point. And if you read it and you're like, this is so not my thing. Like, I remember watching the movie and being like, there's no way this person cured themselves of cancer. Um, but one thing that I think is important to remember is that we forget how powerful our minds are and the ability of our minds to, like we were saying earlier, just manifest our reality is crazy. So even if it's not something as extreme as this person cured themselves from a disease, I can guarantee you that if you do research on the placebo effect or other ways that the mind has just created circumstances for the body to heal or things like that, it's kind of hard not to believe that if your mind can do that, like what else can it not, you know, draw to you? Yeah, exactly. So um, YouTube is a great resource for law of attraction manifestation. So if you listen to this podcast and you're interested in where you can go find other resources about law of attraction and how to use it, I really recommend um, Kaylin Nicholson, who is a YouTuber. And she has two accounts. She has her personal account, which is just her name, Kaylin Nicholson. But then she also has her Co's account. And so on Co's, she talks about law of attraction and she gives you examples of things that she has manifested in her life and how she's manifested them and then kind of sets intentions and sort of draws her audience in to be like, okay, manifest with me. So if that's your thing, I recommend her. I love her as a YouTuber and I watch her all the time. Yeah. Her videos are also very like calming to watch. If you like watching mm-hmm. vlogs, she also has pretty good vlogs. Yeah. yeah. Like don't be pleasure. Um, <laughs> I told you this, Casey, but there are so many like 16 year old girl vloggers on YouTube oh, yeah. that are just tuned in to manifestation <laughs> and Whenever I look it up on my algorithm, I guess, of my YouTube account, I get so many little blonde oh, girls. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. A lot of them are really yeah. knowledgeable. And it's wow. just really funny that all of those get recommended to me, not like, you know, older trained professionals on the topic. But yeah. whatever. I mean, I I would recommend there's a girl on YouTube named Luca Whitaker. Mm-hmm. And she's young. I don't know how old she is. I think she's in high school or something. But she has a lot of knowledge and I think she recently was started posting videos about law of attraction and people were really interested in them. So she started a series where she answers people's questions. She has a lot of book and video recommendations. She talks about the different ways that you can use law of attraction in your life. Um, So I've really liked her videos. Um, I thought she was, she was pretty helpful too. Okay. And you can find she's, she's made a playlist on her YouTube channel. It's Luca Whitaker. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a channel, there's a playlist on her channel for specifically the law of attraction stuff. Okay. And the next resource is a book. So many of you have probably heard of The Alchemist by Paolo Colo. Have you ever read this book, Abby? I haven't. I've heard so many good oh. things, but I know like the general basis you of have it, but to I've never read, read it. it. I know. Okay. Definitely read it. I actually was just thinking like I would share a quote or two from the book that kind of go along with law of attraction, because I have to tell you that I read this book and I just found it so uplifting. So it is it is actually a story. So you are following the story of this boy's life, but he goes on this impossible quest and everyone in his life throughout the whole book is just like, what are you doing? Your life doesn't make any sense. 
you're just kind of going where the wind blows. And that's kind of how I feel sometimes. I feel like <laughs> when, I feel like when I want something and I start talking about it, no one really understands. Like they're like, Casey, what are you talking about? And but I know the quest that I'm on. And then when I achieve stuff, like people are like, Oh my god, that's so cool! And I'm like, I manifested this. <laughs> um, so, so I just wanted to share one quote from the book. And to any of our listeners, if you've not read this book, please go read it. It is so beautifully written, and there's so much in here that's just like uplifting in the simplest way. So, for example, one quote is. And when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. And I don't know, reading that just made me feel so held. Like I was like, wow, the universe wants me to succeed. Like they want me to have the thing that I'm asking for. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that quote. That's so Yeah. It makes me feel held. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) So I think this book does a good job of addressing both like both sides of the law of attraction it's just very uplifting I definitely recommend reading it that's great yeah I definitely will yes please do and then we can talk about it (laughs) yes um and then the next one I love this this is an email sign up type of thing I've been signed up to this email campaign for maybe five years now and it's called tut notes from the universe and it's you receive an email Every You can set up the frequency. I think I receive mine three times a week. And so every email is just something really positive and something just that's like a good reminder. And so when you go in and you make your account with Tut, um, they ask you what it is you're trying to manifest in your life. So you can put three things that you're looking to manifest. And then it sends you these personalized messages like, Oh, Casey, like you're all of your angels are conspiring for you right now. Um, we know how hard you're working to get insert thing that you're working hard to get and just like positive like fun uplifting messages like everyone in heaven is like having a party for you right now um yeah i'll have to send you one because i know it sounds a little cheesy but i get them and they're just so nice to get and they're just great reminders and sometimes it almost feels like reading a horoscope where things that i'm actually going through in my life are referenced in the email and i'm like wow that's exactly what i needed to hear right now and the quote at the end of every email is thoughts become things, choose the good ones. And that's always a great reminder for me just on my law of attraction and manifestation journey that I have to be very conscious of what, how I'm feeling and what I am manifesting in my life. That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. That kind of reminds me, I get like horoscope emails and stuff, but that mm-hmm. sounds much more like personalized and yeah, like, <laughs> it just sounds really cute. Like I'm not religious, but it sounds like, you know, like everyone above is just like, we're rooting for you, girl. Yeah. Like, give it up. Yeah. That's so well, that's cute. the that's the thing I love because I feel like I am not a religious person either. And they're ambiguous. They're very religiously ambiguous to it could be to somebody that believes in God or it could be to somebody that literally believes in no one. Or if you believe in like numerology or angel numbers or just signs or the universe, like it's all so ambiguous that it really could speak to anybody little pep talk every day exactly it is the last one that i'm going to recommend is another youtube channel called great meditation and so abby we were talking about earlier oh the subconscious mind tapes yes so this youtube account is really similar to that concept so they are guided meditations and you just kind of start the meditation it'll say sit down hold your palms 
or hold your hands out, palms facing up. And then it takes you through a series of affirmations for your day. Like I am calm. And then you repeat, I am calm. And then you, (laughs) and then you breathe. And then you go into the next one. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And so it kind of takes you through the whole sequence like that until you finish the meditation. Um, And all of them are free on YouTube. There's a ton of videos, like over 30 different videos for different things. There's morning meditations, there's nighttime meditations and things like that. I love that. Thank you. There's this really interesting article by um, a woman named Jessica Dimas, who has a blog. um, And the article is called Law of Attraction Definition. And then in parentheses, hint, it works like Instagram. So she goes through this whole process of comparing Instagram and social media algorithms to the way that the law of attraction works and continues to like bring certain things into your life. I don't want to like get into it, but it's a really interesting article and really easy to read. Um, So yeah, I would recommend that if you just look up law of attraction, Instagram on Google, it'll be the Mm. first article that comes up. Okay. Um, So yeah. So in this episode, we talked about some of the basic definitions of the law of attraction and manifestation and some of the history of where it all began and how people discovered it. And then also talked about how you can use it in your life and how we use it in our lives. Yeah. I don't know about you, Abby, but I love talking about stuff like this. I feel like um, it's a good play on just positivity. It's all a good reminder, whether you choose to apply it in your life or not. I think positivity is a reminder that we all need, especially right now. Yes, absolutely. And I encourage anyone who's skeptical of it, just try it. Just give yeah. it a little try. If your day-to-day life starts small, or if you're really looking for something to come into your life, start big and just, there's no harm in trying and there's no harm in being positive and putting a positive spin on, on your day. Yeah, I agree. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Mindful Femme, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys.